Hi, my name is Greg Tobo. My show is called Mathematician at Play. Well attended, was easy to use, and I was pleased that they helped me promote my show. I highly recommend Well Attended for theater producers. Welcome to the Well Attended Podcast. I'm William Rader, the founder of Well Attended. I'm chatting with event producers to learn the most effective ways to market events and increase revenue. Download our free ebook on how to increase ticket sales at wellattended.com forward slash resources. Hello, and thank you for joining us. Today, I spoke with David Cerrero, who is a singer, actor, producer, and recording artist. At only 35 years old, he has performed in more than 1,000 concerts and shows and in more than 100 films. He produces theater, opera, musicals, music and film festivals, and has his own record label. He is also a marketing consultant and works around the world. In this episode, David discusses his past, present, and future marketing strategy, why you should invest in your audience, how to use other mediums to make money from your productions, and how to set ticket prices for your first few shows. Let's get into it. Hey, David, thanks for joining us today. How are you, William, today? Doing great. How are you doing? It's a pleasure and it's an honor to be on your wonderful podcast. Thank you so much for having me. So to start off, can you tell us about yourself? Sure. So uh, my name is David Cerrero. I'm originally an opera singer, uh, but I sing all kind of repertoire now from Broadway musicals to jazz to even pop music. Uh, I'm also an actor. I did many, many theater plays and movies and TV series and, uh, and also a producer. And I produce and I'm still producing uh, theater play, opera, musicals, uh, festivals, music festivals, but also film festivals. Uh, I have also my own record label. Oh, wow. So you're doing quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I also... Um, I'm also a consultant in in uh, promotion, marketing, audience development, and production as well. And do you only work here in the U.S. or have you worked other places as well? No, I, I work quite all over the world. Um, I mostly now I'm based in New York, but I work all over the world. I have, of course, clients in my native Europe, in in France. Uh, I have in the UK, but also I, I produced in Asia, I produced in the Middle East, I produced in Russia, uh, in, in France, of course, many, many things. And now in New York, I produced a lot of things in New York, and I'm very, very uh, uh, excited about it. So what type of theater shows have you produced? Well, I produced uh, some musicals. I produced, by example, in Paris, uh, I produced Men of La Mancha. Uh, I produced, uh, of course, uh, a Beggar's Holiday, which is the only musical by Duke Ellington. Uh, it was the first time that it was produced since 1946. Uh, and I produced, by example, in New York uh, last season, I produced The Merchant of Venice off-Broadway, Othello off-Broadway, and also the opera Nabucco, and many, many concerts uh, through the years and some recordings as well. Oh, well, how many years have you been producing? Uh, it's been about 15 years. Actually, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that as soon as I started to sing, uh, I started to produce because uh, people have the image of being a producer, 
by writing the checks, but a producer is also, and most importantly, someone who would have an idea and make things happen. Uh, so if this is considered producer, then I've been producer even even before I was born. <laughs> no, uh, I'm exaggerating, but that's that's at least 15 years. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about marketing since you've got um, such great experience with that. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about before of how you monetize your productions. Yeah. And I really like this strategy that you've come up with that's called the past, present, and future. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, William, for mentioning it. Uh, yeah, I mean, every, every, uh, every time I started to... Uh, to to produce even from the very first production or even when I was just hired as a singer, I always had this sense of production, uh, this sense of uh, marketing, communication, audience development, and promotion, which are four things totally different. Okay, um, so uh, right away I understood, uh, even though around me. Uh, I mean, now it changed a little bit because um, uh, everything uh, is like DIY, like do it yourself. But before, uh, back 10 years ago, even five years ago, uh, people could point at your finger and say, with their fingers and, and say, uh, look, you, you are a singer. Uh, uh, it's not well um, appreciated that an artist uh, talks about marketing or that an artist um, is uh, involved in the pro- promotion, in the communication. But for me, I've always been very um, easygoing with that because uh, I think you can be very creative in terms of marketing. And I think marketing is also an extension of what I'm doing on stage. You know, uh, uh, For me, marketing is what I'm going on stage but outside the theater. Uh, you know, so uh, you can be very creative on an artwork rather than just the name of the show written on it. Uh, you can be creative in the visual, especially now we have all the tools, you know, with the computer, with Photoshop and everything. So we we, we can be very creative in that. So to, to answer to your question about my technique of past, present, uh, future is uh, I use, like, by example, uh, when you are sending a press release, by example, I'm using easy example at the beginning so that people can understand and after I can go more into details if you want. Uh, But by example, when you send a press release out there, it's very important to talk about your past, to talk about your present, and to talk about the future. By example, uh, I have done these shows and these shows and these shows. Now I'm doing presenting that. And after, we will go into a tour or I will do another show or I will do something else. Uh, So that's uh, uh, something very, very important. It, It might sound... Uh, for granted, like, of course, we talk about what we did before. But trust me, uh, I receive every day a lot of press releases and they are, they are mostly talking about the past and not uh, even the present or just the future, but not the present and the past. Um, it's also very important to put the information of what you are promoting. It's um, uh, not always very clear when people are promoting what they're doing. And I must say that the best uh, uh, school that I had was to be 
uh, also on the side of the journalist and to receive the information as it was coming from producers or from even uh, press agents and see all the kind of mistakes that uh, that that were made. Um, I also use the past, present, future when you are producing a show, and, and that's I think uh, the, the 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 key of it. Um, by example, people try to make money. Producer try to make as much money as possible when the show is playing, right? When they're trying to sell as many tickets as possible when the show is playing, but they forget the past and they forget the future. By example, before the show is playing, you have many, many ways to make money. First of all, you need to release the cast album recording or, or, or uh, any kind of a, um, uh, anything you can release before that can generate some income, then do it. Uh, that's also the best moment to find, of course, some business partners, some media partners, because I always say that what you are not spending is an earning, right? What, you, what doesn't come out comes in. You know, uh, if today you haven't spent a hundred dollars, then it's like you made a hundred dollars. So um, that's uh, th that's something I firmly uh, believe in. Also, I see a lot of uh, uh, productions that are doing a trader of their uh, productions, uh, and that trader is seeing sometimes a hundred thousand views, sometimes a million views, and they are not getting a dollar out of it, you know? So I, I, I do what I call uh, optimization of basically everything you have. So uh, by example, you can, uh, um, you have many techniques uh, uh, how to generate as much income as possible uh, from uh, having your trailer being played or, or showing some sneak peek of um, of what's going on in the show, some interviews of the actors, some as many videos as you can, and also don't forget that YouTube, by example, um, is a platform uh, that has more visitors a day than any other uh, streaming company combined. You know, so uh, that's really really a lot. So I always say. If uh, you announce that, uh, I don't know, you, you're going to produce, uh, I don't know, Miss Saigon uh, on, uh, on Broadway and you know it a year in advance, at least each week you must release a video which you can uh, find also a sponsor that is connected to what you are playing um, uh, and also, it's also very important. This is why I said the cast recording album must be done way ahead so that you can sell it right away. And also, don't forget that people, maybe they might not buy it, but they will listen to it. And nowadays, uh, of course, you have the streaming. So people are complaining about the streaming. Oh, but we used to make so much money before when we were selling this. Yes, but uh, before when people were listening to the album, you were not making uh, money. Okay, now you are making money, even if the people are listening to 30 seconds. I mean, technically, they need to listen to more than 30 seconds. But uh, uh, you can generate some revenue with platforms like Spotify, like iTunes Radio. Uh, even you can optimize uh, Google. Uh, you can optimize uh, YouTube. 
because if you rely on just what Google will give you, you know, they, they will give you pennies, you know. But if you know how to optimize it, it can be uh, uh, quite uh, um, interesting if you can work, by example, with Vivo, uh, V-E-V-O, um, and you can put the videos of the cast album recordings, like the audio, but you do a video of it. Um, then definitely Vivo pays better than anyone around. So uh, you can generate a, a, a maximum of revenue before. And also you can sell sponsorships. You know, uh, uh, that's really, really, uh, I, I think, a, a good way, you know. And, and also you can find the sponsors um, uh, specific to what the show is about, uh, you know, uh, if you do, uh, I don't know, a musical about fashion, uh, you might want to have a, a Harper Bazaar or a Vogue or a Vanity Fair or, a, uh, oh gosh, I forgot who's <laughs> a fashion magazine, uh, L, uh, anyway, uh, or any of these fashion magazines to be uh, a sponsor or to or to do some, uh, to offer some exposure to some fashion designers. By example, uh, you contact uh, Mark Jacobs and you tell him, "Look, we're going to do a big musical about um, uh, about fashion. Uh, how about you design the um, uh, all the costumes?" So think about it. You're not paying someone. To, to, to design it for you, you have a big name doing it, and you say, in exchange, we put very big that the costumes have been designed by you, and also we can offer you a very small boutique in the theater so we can sell your product and we give you that much cut, you know? So uh, that might be uh, an interest for many, many fashion designers when you know that they're spending dozens of thousands of dollars uh, a month to have just a very small box in a beautiful hotel so they can have that presence and reach that clientele. So that's something um, uh, uh, very important. Uh, uh, that's for the, the past. The present is, of course, you're trying to maximize your, your, your revenue. And, and I always say, uh, don't be afraid to sell seats that are cheap. You know, a lot of the producers, they try to maintain uh, a, a ticket price at $50, you know. But if you have a venue that is um, that has a capacity of uh, a 1,000 seats and you're like, I'm selling just 800 uh, at the, 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 the price that I want, um, it's, I think, a pity to have Two hundred seats that are uh, empty, you know. So I always say, do some 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 special deals at uh, twenty dollars because the guy who comes to see the show maybe is going to buy you an album, okay? And maybe he's going to uh, uh, buy you a T-shirt after. He's going to buy you a glass of wine. Uh, he's going to buy you some food. He's going to, you know what I mean? And and also. Um, uh, an audience that is satisfied is the best marketing tool that you will ever have. Uh, that's also something that is very, very important is invest in your clients. Uh, invest in your audience. They are the best uh, uh, investment for you. And actually, that's the perfect connection to the future. Uh, I have few clients, by example, uh, I, I mentioned uh, um, it to you, William, uh, a restaurant 
who asked me, they wanted to develop their audience. Uh, I mean, they wanted to develop their clientele. They wanted to have more clients. So right. I, I saw them. I told them, okay, we can do this. We can do that. We can do this. And then I went to have a lunch there. And I waited for 30 minutes to have my food. The food was horrible. The wait staff was totally unpleasant. Uh, uh, it, the air conditioning was, we were freezing literally uh, in, in, the, in the venue. I mean, it was a horrible experience. And I know I will never come back there to eat as a client. So I said to the owner, look, I went to have a lunch there. Here is what happened. So you can spend millions in marketing every month. Every, every month you will have that same problem to gain a new audience. Why? Because your past clients and your present clients, past, present, future, your past and your present clients will not come back. But how about this? How about, and, and I don't say that in my interest because I'm selling them marketing. Um, how about you fix the problems of, um, uh, of uh, the food and the staff and everything? And guess what? Imagine you have a uh, 100 clients who come back to eat every day. Your restaurant is full, is sold out. You don't have to do any more marketing. So um, the reason I, I tell you all of that is, is that the best also marketing tool is your, your, your client. Now, if I have the choice between um, uh, casting better actors, um, uh, like having a bigger budget and have better actors and uh, having huge advertising on Times Square, I would take the actors. You know, uh, uh, that's definitely for sure. If you would ask me 10 years ago, I would have said, no, I take Times Square, of course. But now, <laughs> now I, I changed a little bit. Maybe, maybe the, the two, three gray hair that I have now <laughs> made, me, made me change um, uh, a, a little bit. Uh, but also now, let's talk about the future. Um, a lot of people uh, are very reluctant, a lot of producers are very reluctant, maybe because of the union, maybe because of many things, is to sell the TV rights of their shows. So for Broadway, I understand it's always very difficult. But for off-Broadway, off-Broadway, how about you find a TV channel, and I know many of them, even some web TV, and, 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 and guys, don't be afraid anymore of web TV. Uh, web TV in the old days, uh, it was really crap, you know, I mean, let's face it. But now, uh, uh, as an actor, you know, I'm approached by uh, some web TV series, and I'm like, oh, God, what is that again, you know? And trust me, the quality now is as good, if not better, as some feature films. You know, they have the same uh, equipment. They just don't have the network uh, uh, to put it out. But, you know, I have friends who have some web TV and they tell me, why do you want me to move to a network? I'm making so much money right now, you know? Um, so, and, and no headaches, you know? Um, so how about you find either web TV? How about you find a, a TV channel, a TV network, and you tell them, look, you guys come to videotape the show. And this is what I did. I have TV channels who come, they videotape the show. Okay. So first of all, think that I'm not spending a dollar to pay for a production crew to film it professionally. Okay. So I'm saving at least $10,000. Okay. They come in, they're filming it. Then I do a deal with them. 
you guys are going to broadcast it uh, for, let's say, three years on your, on your TV channel. And then uh, 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 you have the rights to broadcast it, but you give me the rights to sell the DVD and to sell all the VOD. Okay, video on demand. So, um, and then I make money once the show has been done, you know, and by everything that I did in the past, the cast album recording, uh, the, the, the videos on YouTube, uh, the Vivo, um, all the songs that I can make money from the publishing, you know, uh, all of that, I can generate money from it. And also, uh, the future, you can try to sell the musical, or if it's a musical, or if it's a play, or anything you're producing, try to sell it to the next step as a TV series. Try to sell it as a, a, a feature film. Uh, you know, there are so many medium now to um, broadcast your work. And since you have more and more uh, um, um, platforms like Hulu, like Netflix, all these channels, they are looking for content, you know, and they are paying millions of dollars uh, to have content. So when you tell them, look, you're not paying anything, all you have to do is come and film. Like, for example, PBS is a company that is like this. They will come and film. They won't charge you anything for filming it. You will not charge them anything. And Sometimes they can uh, throw you a small check of five, six, seven hundred dollars. Uh, if you don't want that check, I take it. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, and first of all, they will give you a nationwide uh, audience. And then also you get associated. Uh, we will talk about it. It's hard to get associated with brands. But also then your show get the PBS uh, uh, stamp or the Netflix stamp or, you know, uh, uh, any networks. So um, this is how I think you should um, monetize in the past, the present, and the future. But of course, each uh, show, this is why when I'm hired as a, a consultant, uh, each show is tailored. Otherwise, I would have released a book of uh, how to do things. Uh, but unfortunately, every uh, show is different. I have a client, by example, they, they did uh, a musical about video games. You know, so I told them, okay, we're going to target the media uh, that are talking about video games and we're going to go to find the big guys who are literally doing uh, uh, the big video games. And let's see if your play doesn't uh, identify to one video games that they have, you know, uh, uh, so then after we can target the fans of that specific video games. As a matter of fact, it was pretty much close to the Hunger Games, you know, the way they were. So we went to, to, to see you know who. And, and then all of a sudden, we just announced that it was kind of a Hunger Games, etc. All of a sudden, we got 5,000 views within 48 hours um, uh, on, the, on the trailer of that play on YouTube. So 5,000 views, if they are well monetized, it's, uh, it can be up to $500. It can be up to maybe 350 400 something like that. But if you find a sponsor, uh, let's say that um, I told you a video game and you put the artwork at the end of each uh, uh, of the video clips, that's worth much more. You, know? uh, you can also sell their video games at the end of the show. 
uh, and get a cut out of it. Uh, and, and you know that if they like this video game and they're doing the line at the, the mini store uh, at the theater, they may be, they, they, they might be, they, they might be um, uh, hot to, uh, to, to purchase the T-shirt or to purchase uh, the, the CD. But hey, guys, th there is not one recipe. There is not one thing that will bring you money so you can retire from it. Uh, uh, maybe the only thing that can is the ticket sales, but uh, but the ticket sales, I mean, it barely covers now. There's the 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 catering <laughs> uh, expenses, so um, it's important to have you know a thousand there, a thousand dollar here, a thousand here, 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 so that at the end of the year it makes dozens of thousands, and 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 from that you know it can pay for uh, uh, for everything else. So I guess what you're saying is don't rely on ticket sales only to make money. Um, no, uh, absolutely. Um, I, I mean, you, you, you can rely only on it, but uh, it, it would be a pity because uh, let's say you don't want to, even if you don't want to make more money, let's say that you are a very strong Democrat and you hate money. <laughs> uh, you, you don't want... To make more money, I said I don't want to make more money. I want to do only the ticket sales. But think about it: of a T-shirt with your show, a guy who is wearing the T-shirt, everybody else is looking at what's on the T-shirt. You know, so think also to to use it as a as a marketing tool uh, for people to be more aware uh, of their show. Um, I, I also do, if you want to talk about the ticket sale, there's something that I started to do. Uh, I don't know if I should say it, but um, is I started to do, uh, you see, when I hire actors, I pay them, of course, per show, okay? Uh, I pay them very, very fairly. I never, I never underpaid anybody. So I pay them very, very fairly. It's not millions, uh, but I pay them very fairly. But I tell them, look, if you want to make extra money, you can sell the tickets and I give you 50% back. So the actor is happy because he's making like a, a, a few hundred dollars extra a week. You know, it, it's, a, it, it's never to be neglected. And I'm happy because he's going to talk about it to all of his friends. He's going to put it on Facebook, on all social media, okay? And... and uh, um, and also those extra 200 seats that, I, they, that are very hard to sell, uh, he's going to sell it, you know? But again, it, 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 I want to reaffirm that it's different from the pay and they don't have to sell anything. Uh, I know there are some uh, scams out there where the, 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 the producer, the so-called producer, they say to the actors, and, 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 and I went through that, when they say, well, if you want to, be, to get the, the role, you need to bring me at least 20 people per night. You know, no, that, that, that has nothing to do with that. I'm just saying that's an extra thing. And, 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 and I used to do that, uh, even when I produced some film festivals, and, and important in Paris and London, and I had a staff of uh, uh, 20 people who were seniors who try, were, wanted to be involved, but they also want to make money because they, they barely can pay the bills and we cannot offer them a salary uh, because we were making 75 cents for this whole 
Film Festival. So uh, that was also a way for them to make some extra income. And at the end, everybody is making money. So everybody is happy. Uh, even the, the, the client who is buying a ticket made a deal because I tell them, look, instead of paying uh, $30, you pay only $20, you know, and on this $20, the actor makes $10, you know. So that's, uh, that, that, that's something that uh, is also a very good idea. And, and I don't think producers should be uh, ashamed or, or worried to, 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 to use uh, uh, be because the actor, they want to make more money, uh, definitely. Uh, I even had some actors who told me, Look, uh, if you need my help to um, to go to to put some flyers around, uh, please feel free. I have some time, you know. So um, uh, that's uh, that's how they feel. Yeah, definitely. I guess the stress here is to not rely on that only for payment for them. Pay them, and then this is a bonus. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but definitely, uh, uh, definitely. I'm not that kind. A producer. I, I'm an actor myself, so trust me. Uh, and also, I all, always pay them because uh, I've been in the position once um, where I was hired to be in a play that I really wanted to do, but the producer had no money. He said, I cannot pay you. I'm like, I was like, okay, that's okay. I will do it. I mean, that, that was three years ago. And, and then happened that I got an offer to do a commercial, which was uh, a five-figure uh, fee, you know. So, you know, I was not making millions at that time. Um, so I was like, oh, what can I do? And and then uh, it was very, very difficult that I went to see the producer and explain to him and find someone else for him uh, until he was happy and, and paid the another actor on my pocket, even though I could call the producer and say, hey, my friend, I got paid for something else. You're not paying me. Goodbye, you know. Uh, but I had that responsibility. But th that just tells you that I always pay well my actors because I don't want them to uh, basically stood me up and, and go uh, um, uh, to do another gig because it's more paid or better paid, um, uh, which is totally understandable. Like you, you, you cannot. Uh, say to an actor, "Hey, you will be on my on my on my show, but you cannot feed your family for one month." You know what I mean? So that's that's something important. Yeah. Uh, so to wrap this up, what's one technique that event producers can start doing today to increase their ticket sales? Oh boy! So it depends where they are in the process of um, of their show. If they are, if the show has already started. Or, uh, um, or if they are before the show. Uh, the, the, the first thing I will tell you is that if your show is, you're planning to run, let's say, 20 performances on one month, by example, uh, I would tell you, make sure that your first week, your first two weeks, or at least you have, uh, if your venue is 200 seats, at least you have 80, uh, if not 100 seats sold, even if it's at, at $9 on TDF, you know, or, or on Groupon or anything, uh, so that if people come to see the show, the first performances, and everybody says, including the press, that it sucks, you know, 
because you wanted to keep your seats at fifty dollars, you, you might close it. And I know it for a fact. Uh, I had that experience uh, uh, as a producer and as an investor with uh, some Broadway, big Broadway musicals, and uh, the reviews went horrible, and we could barely. Uh, sustained for the next two weeks and we had to close so um, uh, this is what I always do now is I try to sell as many tickets as possible until the first shows have started you know and then and and then if people love it and 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 put your 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 price ticket um, in relation to um, the demand you know uh, I give you an example. I'm producing now some uh, opera brunch, you know. So when we started, I started to put $20 for uh, the show and the, the brunch, you know. So everybody bought it because it was a bargain. It was a very good deal, you know. Uh, so it was sold out the first uh, uh, show, the second and the third show right away. But you know what, uh, uh, William? Thank God that for the first show, I didn't sell it more than $20. Why? Because the kitchen ran out of salmon, you know? Uh, so so uh, if people would have paid $50, they would have been extremely disappointed that there was no more salmon, you know? So the first show, there's always stuff, no matter how, how much you rehearse it, there are always stuff that you will uh, <laughs> not do right, you know? We call it broken eggs, you know? Uh, uh, so at the beginning... I put two, three shows very, very uh, cheap uh, in terms of ticket uh, cost. And then after, because it gets sold out, I can put the next one. I went to uh, 28, then 30, then 35. Then I believe now we are $100 uh, per ticket, which includes the dinner and the show, you know. And, and yet it's selling very, very well. Um, uh, so, so you want to create uh, the, the the mouth? I was going to say the mouth to mouth, <laughs> the, the 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 word of mouth. Uh, uh, um, uh, yeah, too much kissing these days. <laughs> Just kidding. So, um, uh, yeah, you, you want to create the, the word uh, out and uh, and 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 definitely. Uh, I always say, you know, one thing that I like about New York is that they never let the client. Uh, leave the store you know uh, you, you want him to be interested so at least even if he doesn't uh, buy anything uh, at least he knows about what you are doing you know so I, I advise the same thing to, to people have someone come to your show even for $10 even for $20 it's better to sell uh, 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 for small amount than not to sell at all because what is cheapening a show, you know, is not to sell $10. What is cheapening a show is uh, two days before the show realizing that nobody is around and to put free tickets everywhere, you know. Uh, and, and then that's really cheapening a show. I, I produced a, a film festival and I remember the board of directors, they said, no, you know, why do you sell a group on the past at $30? We're not going to pay our bills with this. I said, you would be begging me the day before, you know, to find people for free to fill up the room, you know. Uh, uh, so that's something you want to avoid. And don't forget, someone who pays is someone who respects the show.
And also, I guess people realize that those first few shows probably aren't going to be the best ones. And then they might also realize that that price will increase. And yeah. so if they want to see it when it's you know just starting out, that's a great opportunity for them to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Because at the beginning, uh, um, if you don't have any, especially if you don't have any stars in the show, uh, because the rules in marketing I learned is when you are not famous, attach yourself to something that is famous. Like the worst thing you can do is to play, to do a play by an author nobody has ever heard about, that the subject is something that nobody knows about, uh, in a venue that, no, that nobody likes, uh, by actors who are totally unknown. Like, you need to be very, very creative uh, at the beginning to, to have your names uh, out there. So uh, um, if you can attach at least to something, I told you fashion, I told you that client with video games, uh, at least you, you, you might do uh, uh, something. Uh, by example, I'm, I, I'm doing a play about Napoleon. You know, so I'm new as a, as a, as a play writer. Uh, I'm new indeed, and uh, it's the first play I've ever wrote, you know. Uh, so, uh, but the, the character, Napoleon, is, is a figure that everybody knows. Um, so that's up something that people will catch. Uh, also, do it in the venue that people know about it. You know that people know about it. That's the 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 best way. And also, something that I'm looking more and more a venue that is comfortable. You know, uh, uh, if people go there, it's either freezing or very hot or 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 things like that. By the way, don't do uh, shows in the month of June <laughs> because uh, people are very very busy. Um, and uh, yeah, attach yourself to something that is definitely uh, famous. That's really also another great advice I can give you. Like if you do a Shakespeare and you're doing The Merchant of Venice, even if you have unknown actor in an unknown venue, you still find people who are interested about Shakespeare and people who are interested about uh, seeing The Merchant of Venice. Um, that, that's uh, also uh, one thing. Um, and, and try to find uh, actors who are famous not necessarily as an actor, but who would be challenged to do that role. Uh, by example, uh, I when I produced The Merchant of Venice uh, last season, I, I took uh, a stand-up comedian who is known as a stand-up comedian, but has never done any Shakespeare. You know, so he brought me all kind of uh, all the people who go to comedy clubs to see him. Uh, so it's also another thing by uh, the the uh, the actors that you are casting that it also opens you to another other different type of uh, media uh, because of their activity. Uh, at the beginning, when I started to do movies and to do uh, a theater, I was mostly known as an opera singer. But I brought to these shows and to these movies the opera crowd. You know. Um, so that's uh, something that is uh, can be also beneficial or, or I'm a little bit known in the Jewish community so I brought the Jewish community which is half of New York <laughs> you know but you know I, I, I brought this if you if you have uh, this is why now uh, the studio understood that um, the diversity um, if you have a, a Latino and uh, an Asian and African American and and Jewish guy and you know to have it as diverse as possible, then after uh, they will bring their own audience to the show, 
you know, you get the snowball effect. That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. William, it's a pleasure and an honor, really. This has been a great episode. Oh, I could do this all day, really. <laughs> so how do we keep up with you and the shows that you're producing? Well, the, the, the best way is to uh, visit my website. That is davidserero.com. Uh, Serero, it's S as in Sam, E-R-E-R-O.com, where you can uh, see usually on the homepage. And also to uh, follow me on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Opera. Uh, well, just David Serrero, uh, and you, 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 you can follow uh, all the things. You know, nowadays we have, uh, we never had that many tools to communicate directly to the audience and to keep in touch with them. So I think that's another tool that one has to definitely explore. And if someone is interested in contacting you for consultant work, uh-huh. what's the best way for them to do that? Well, through Facebook also is good, but also my email is davidsereroopera.gmail.com uh, or through my website, if you go on the contact page, you can uh, uh, find my direct email also. Um, and, and yeah, definitely, uh, I give really, really not only great advice, but I make it happen. Uh, because one thing that I love, uh, uh, you know, in people nowadays is that they're very good talker, but then after you want to see the results and you are left alone with all those tools and you don't know how to uh, make it work. So what I do is I deliver the goods, you know, and I deliver the results and usually I even guarantee the results. And we'll also put a link um, in the show notes so people can hear you sing as well. Oh, you're too kind. Thank you so much. So, all right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. William, my pleasure. Thank you so much. And congratulations for this fantastic podcast that you're doing that's been so uh, inspiring. It's always very interesting for me even to listen to, to some other things that you're doing. So, really, congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much, William. Be sure to join our Facebook group if you have any questions on marketing or if you want to share your advice. You can click on the link in the show notes below, or you can search for Well Attended on Facebook. I look forward to talking with you over there.